This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Visit the podcasts page for show notes and links. Remember to like, share, and comment to help me grow. Henshin Inspection presents Ultraman... No, uh, Going Ultra, episode 35. I am analyzing Ultraman Z, episode 22, Individual Tomorrows, which originally aired November 28th, 2020. The writer is... Uh, Sotaro Hayashi, and the director is Koichi Sakamoto. The undeniable Koichi Sakamoto. So, uh, my title for this analysis is Prove Them Wrong, and uh, I'll get into it towards the end. So, I'm uh, going to jump right into what I thought was ultra bad this episode. I want to know how long have they been working on this Ultroid Zero. Zero didn't show up that early in the show, did he? I, I went ahead and checked because it didn't seem right to me. And he didn't appear until Episode 7. Uh, if they started construction right away, that would be about 15 weeks. Uh, there were some breaks due to COVID and stuff um, in the airing. So uh, maybe it's closer to five months than four months that they've had to make this mecha. And I just, I don't know. It seems super fast to me and I kind of don't like it. Uh, although I was surprised by the turnaround in King Joe Storage Custom, but then again, they're modifying an existing technology, so not how hard can that be, but I mean, if, you know, most of the work's done already, then you could do it pretty quickly, but I think it was like one episode of the next, so <laughs> it's a little ridiculous, but you know, whatever. I'll forgive that, but I, I, I have a harder time with this one. Uh, so moving on to the ultra cool stuff in this episode, uh, all the fights were absolutely fabulous. It felt like Sakamoto, and sure enough, it was like a... It wasn't just because Yoko was in, you know, her shorts and, and thigh-high stockings or whatever. Uh, just something felt familiar, something felt good. Honestly, I thought, man, this almost feels like Power Rangers. The one scene where uh, Barossa attacks and uh, <laughs> and Haruki and Yoko are fighting him. I thought, like, man, this feels like this feels like a, like a Super Sentai. It feels like Power Rangers. It feels like, you know, something like that. And even Bako getting in the mix and everything. And then, yeah, sure enough, I looked at the director credits and, oh, Sakamoto. Of course it was. That totally makes sense. So, anyway, uh, that was really great. Um, <laughs> I love Bako's Bruce Lee moment with Barossa. That was really cool. Uh, and then, uh, like, from Bako to Hibakura, all uh, all these characters got these standout moments this episode. It was almost it almost felt like they were giving everyone a big send-off. Uh, even Sevenger was back in the mix, uh, able to fight and everything. And that was really cool to see. Um it is kind of odd or funny that supposedly storage is, I guess storage is disbanded, but not everybody's fired. So, you know, Yoko's still there, Yuka's still there, and uh, really, uh, even Bako's still there. But, you know, um, I guess Hibakura and uh, and uh, and Haruki have been totally dismissed. So, it was a little bit odd. I also found it odd that they still had a little bit of time there um, before they had to actually leave. You know, usually when people get fired, it's, it's pretty quick, but I guess not in this case, whatever. Um, and the last thing I thought was really cool was uh, Yoko talking Belly Rock into helping her out of uh, his own pride and spite. Uh, I thought that was a lot of fun. She's got like a weird personality where she seems very serious and buttoned down and like a, a serious soldier, but then she's got like almost this mischievous side to her, and um, it's a lot of fun. And I like that she was able to use that against against Belly Rock. Um, well, I, like I said, because it's fun. Okay, uh, moving on to what was ultra good this episode. And this actually kind of blends in with my um, my talking about... Well, no, it doesn't. So I'll, I'll just continue. Uh, so, uh, Hebakura is... Uh, 
such a nuanced character. I honestly cannot tell if he's doing good things or if he's doing things for the right reasons or not. Uh, the G-A-F-G, Gafja, Gaf, Gafja, whatever, uh, and to a lesser extent Storage, uh, which is its like subsidiary organization, are flawed organizations because they are made of people and nobody is perfect. He, being Hebekura, has disobeyed orders, uh, as good soldiers do, in order to protect people's lives, uh, to, or sorry, in order to protect people and save so many lives. Um, then again, he did take the Dark Z-Riser for a spin a while back for fun. Uh, this time, when he used Tri-King and Five-King, it was to help Gaff get data on Z's Zestium Beam, so they could complete Ultroid Zero. Uh, he was, he, he was just opposed to them using D4, um, so it, it's kind of weird. He doesn't want them using D4. He does want them using D4. Where is he? Uh, whether or not Ultroid Zero uses D4, which I think it will in a beam form to be safer, it will be a more powerful weapon. Uh, or weapons platform system, whatever you want to call it. Uh, does he want them to be able to defend themselves without the help of Ultraman Z? Does he trust Gaff? Uh, what does he support and oppose? It sure sounds like he's going to be working against them from here on out. Uh, you know, to prove them wrong, like he told Haruki, uh, even after he helped them. I'm intrigued, but it's a puzzle. <laughs> or maybe I'm intrigued because it's a puzzle. I'm uh, moving on to the ultra deep stuff. This is kind of, uh, it's kind of going to be far field, so just get ready. Uh, I think Yoko wants to arm wrestle Haruki all the time, uh, just for the physical contact. Uh, I, I think she might be romantically interested in him, and the way she plays with him is fun and interesting. It feels slightly coy and formal, but casually, uh, sorry, but casual and friendly all at the same time. My wife and I have been watching uh, Downton Abbey again, and honestly, it feels like she's running a similarly subdued game of romantic interest, where she gets to probe and test this man to see if she would actually like to enjoy his company until they die. She gets to have fun, keep her dignity and honor, and can walk away at any time having lost nothing but the time she spent. It's an interesting dynamic where she holds all this power and the guy is either clueless or respectful of the boundaries set on him. Um, so yeah, I just think that's an interesting, an interesting thing. Uh, I've heard funny things about, uh, like, no one's ever allowed to, to have a kiss in a, uh, you know, Japanese show. So, like, I don't know if they ever show, like, Disney cartoons over there, because, you know, most of those princess movies end with a, a true love's kiss or whatever at the end, and, like, you never get anything like that in these shows, even if people are romantically involved with each other, not even, like, a peck or anything like that, and, um, it's just kind of interesting. Let's see, I do have a question for this episode. What do you think Juggler is doing? And I have another question. Should humanity wield the power of an Ultraman mecha? Uh, getting into my actual score for this episode, Ultraman Z22, Individual Tomorrows, was fabulous. The fights and the character moments were all top-notch. The possibilities for what will happen next have me excited, especially since Hibikura wants to prove all his doubters wrong. What will that mean? I'm sure it will be good for him, at least. And for us as the viewers, so... I'm going to give this episode a 4 out of 5. It was just it was really good for all the reasons I explained. Uh, getting back to the questions, what do I think Juggler's doing? I, I honestly, I couldn't say what I think he's doing. Maybe he wants, uh, especially because I didn't watch what he was in Orb originally, I think. Since I didn't watch the show he was originally in, I don't, I know, you know, so much less about him. I can't really say uh, what his motives are. He seems to be all about his own self-interest, but then again, he has been helping, you know, he said he's trying the justice thing and trying to be righteous, uh, in a way, um, he's trying that out and maybe he likes it, maybe he doesn't, I don't know. There are definitely, uh, costs to being that kind of person, that kind of character. And, uh, I, I guess he's willing to, to bear them, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Although 
I can see him wanting to be like a rogue, unaccountable hero who does his own thing, doesn't have to answer to a bureaucracy because that bureaucracy is sometimes willing to, you know, nuke Manhattan. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's an Avengers reference, sorry. Uh, or, you know, use this dimensional weapon that's going to c- cause all this harm to people. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, an individual hero may not be willing to do that. But then again, an individual hero may not be um, willing to take into consideration the uh, collateral damage that their actions are going to cause. So, I don't know. They're definitely not held accountable to anybody except for themselves. And that's, you know, good and bad. But, you know, that's a, that's a debate that could be had for another time. Uh, should humanity wield the power of an Ultraman mecha? I mean, it kind of goes back to, to me talking about Hibakura and, and storage and what they're doing and stuff. Um, you know, it depends on the person. If the person is righteous, if the person has morals, and, and I mean righteous in like a, you know, a real easy, measurable way, um, not do they, uh, you know, say their prayers at a certain time or whatever, um, but if they're measurably righteous and moral in their actions, if their actions can be consistently moral, then it's fine. But here's the thing, uh, you know, humanity wields Ultraman weapons now. So, uh, <laughs> as far as being able to destroy the entire planet multiple times over, just the U.S. and Russia alone, with all the nuclear arms we have out there, uh, could wipe out all life on this planet, or, you know, 90% of all life on this planet. And I, humans would definitely be within that cohort. Uh, I don't know what would be left. Bacteria, cockroaches, who knows. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Should we wield this kind of power? I'm not sure. Uh, I definitely think it's dangerous. I definitely think we need to have more of a uh, personal, moral attitude if we're going to do that sort of thing, if individuals will wield that kind of power. And it needs to be less uh, left in the hands of bureaucracies and things like that because bureaucracies see the big picture, but they don't see the little picture. And that's a problem. It kind of goes back to in the first episode um, (laughs) where uh, Haruki kind of got in trouble for saving that puppy. And... uh, you know, it's like, hey, why do you care so much about this one little life form? Well, because the one little life form matters. Uh, its life matters. Your life matters. And uh, a big faceless organization isn't going to take that into account when they're making their calculations and decision, which is why they're willing to fire dimensional weapon that'll, um, you know, I don't know, cause the destruction of the world uh, in a populated area, even though it's been supposedly uh, evacuated. Um, so... Yeah, that's, that's my answer to that question. I'd love to hear your feedback on that. Uh, I am going to go ahead and uh, wrap this up now. Uh, I encourage you to go to the blog and answer that question. Uh, look at the bottom of the show notes for this post, and you can see uh, my latest design that I've made. Uh, I'll be trying to update this. I'm not going to do them every week, maybe every other week, every two weeks, something like that. I'll be able to um, be inspired by something and make a new design for a shirt, sticker, cup, whatever you want. I hope you enjoyed this. Check out my growing collections of analysis, art, and fiction. You can also visit mgmunoz.com support to check out my latest designs and more. I welcome critique to improve my craft, so don't hold back any comments you have for me. I leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ, signing out.